Hey everyone, it's Wood again oh, with man. Keith. And this is so what you're saying. I'm so excited. Mask off. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is in the mail. And your little angel hung the cat up by its tail. And your third fiancé didn't show. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows your name Roll out of bed, Mr. Coffee's dead I got... Flop sweat running all down my back, Wood. Flop sweat? Flop sweat. We're, we're in a bar. Okay. All right? Okay. I mean, Fair enough. We're, we're in a fucking bar. Alcohol everywhere. This, these motherfuckers are making drinks left and right. Wood, we got a mask off. What's a mask off? Guys, if you're new to this, and every once in a while, we'll pick up a new person on these. Um, a mask off is when we bring somebody in. It's a little bit different. They do something uh, a little bit different than we do. They're better at it. Definitely better at mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> And we learn about what it is they do. So we peel that mask off. We get to know them, who they are, why they do what they do, and and all about what it is they do. So without further ado, uh, to our guests today, who are you, what's your names, and what is it that you do? Uh, I am Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Keith. Hi, Wood. (laughs) We got got another gentleman here that is a singer. (laughs) Who are you? I'm Sam. Hi, guys. And what do you guys do? That's Sam and Melissa, everybody. Sam and Melissa. What do you guys do? Um, I try to masturbate at least once a day. (laughs) As you should. Yeah. It's good for your complexion. It's healthy. Get your heart rate up. Burns calories. Yeah. We own a bar in Ogden. Called? You're not good at fucking self-promotion, man. We're trying to... (laughs) (laughs) We own own the bar called the Yes Hell. It's uh, it's 2430 Grant. Did I get that right? 2430 Grant. It's the old DNR spirits and... Now it's a little whiz cocktail bar. I love it. And it's called the Yes Hell, you said? Yes Hell. Yes Hell. All right, Mr. and Mrs. Yes Hell. How's that? That works. All right. (laughs) What I do is we we throw some layup line questions is what we call them because we have a sports background. But for you guys that's coming in here, you know, sweeping up from last night's, you know, fuckery or whatever somebody did in the bathroom. So this is you guys preparing for the new day. So just some warm-up questions here, okay? Last time you were in a library. Today. Bullshit. My house is a library, man. What kind of library are we talking about? Look at this this motherfucker, man. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody got all Sigmund Freud on me and shit, right? (laughs) I read. (laughs) An actual library. When was the last time you were in an actual library? Oh, fuck. Maybe maybe two months ago, actually, with the 11-year-old kid. I like it. Melissa? Ten days. Fucking serious. Wow. Do you have a library card on you? Like, if I said, whip out your library card, you could do that? Uh, no, I took my nieces. I have uh, almost eight-year-old twin nieces, and I take them to the library all the time. Oh, so both of you guys are just looking to kill time, huh? You end up... No, I, we have littles. We want to inspire littles. Yeah. Badasses, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, is your bed made right now, Sam? No, my wife is painting my bedroom right now. I, I pulled the comforter off, threw it in the baby room, and... 
there's a ladder and she's doing whatever she's doing. <laughs> Melissa? Yes. Your bet is made. All right. Where were you when Prince, when you found out Prince died, Melissa? Uh, I was living in uh, Kaysville at that time mm-hmm. in Utah. Okay. Mm. Sam? Fuck, man. I was uh, probably scrolling on Facebook and, you know, the thing is when a celebrity dies, everybody's like, oh my God, you know, Prince died, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember but you have to it, verify that. Oh, it's I real. had. I, oh, I had the thought like, you know, there's thirty like the first thirty things on my Facebook feed are Prince died, and everybody's crying and everything, and I'm going, <laughs> shut the fuck up, <laughs> unless you have a picture of Prince with your family uh, over the the hearth on your mantle at Christmas time. I don't really want to hear about it. <laughs> no personal. He lived. Right? He lived a good life. I don't fucking care. Lived a great life. I already yeah. did. Yeah. All right, last one for me. Uh, most stitches you've, stitches you've ever gotten in one time. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you this one. See that? Mm, that's He's a, that's showing good, us that's his nipple. One. You got a third nipple removed? No, you see, you see oh, okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah. That was, a, that was 36, From, I think. What happened? From the nipple to the pit there. It was a ski. It was an impalement by the back of a ski. How many stitches did you get? It was like 30-something. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Melissa? Uh, I had three when I had my uterus taken out of my body. Three? Three stitches? That was it? That's Tiny. a fucking miracle worker doctor, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had that's six, a tight, maybe. That's a, that's a tight <laughs> uterus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, it is. I have one simple question. That's it. Uh, which era do you wish you were born in? Oh, God. Mm. I'm happy where I am, man. Happy where you are? Uh, that's my answer, yeah. for yeah, the record. I, I'm, I'm happy where I am. That's easy. Right here, right yeah. now. Right here, right now. I mean, now. I, w- I would like to have been born when skydiving was dangerous and sex was safe. So that's probably 40 years ago. Skydiving was dangerous and sex was safe. <laughs> and sex was safe. When the, air, when the air quality was clean and like, sex like was Woodstock. dirty. Like that yeah, Woodstock yeah, area yeah, where you that, just yeah. fuck anything and not have to worry about it. Yeah. The worst so thing like you got was a 70s. shot in the ass, right? Yeah, that would have been all right. Maybe you got a little drip dick. <laughs> That's the first time we had that, right? <laughs> Chlamydia, Chlamydia is a great one, man. It's like a strep throat for your cock. You know, you, you take a couple of pills and it's gone. No biggie. It's easy. It's easy. <laughs> okay, so you do have to refrain, refrain, refrain for about a week, though. So there's that. But. Our guest introduces our snaggles, and yeah, because we're at a bar, what's that, what's that shit you made me, the Sam? You you made me uh. something called what? It was a boxcar. Boxcar Willie, right? Is Willie? We can call it boxcar. <laughs> boxcar Willie. Willie which it's we're, we're, talk, Willie we're, we're, talk, we're talking. We're talking about Willie. So <laughs> T- tell the people what was in that drink. Uh, boxcar. We do uh, an egg white. It's a little bit of grenadine, uh, gin, uh, uh, orange liqueur. We use Contro and a uh, little bit of lemon or lime juice, and you shake the fuck out of it. So basically, what you're saying is you have to be sober to make that drink. That's not something I'm gonna make. I've drunk. I did all right for you, didn't I? Oh, you were drunk walking in the door because that was the first thing you did for me. You're good. It's my day off, man. (laughs) (laughs) What else are you supposed to do on a day off when you're you're working in a bar? Yeah. Hey, Melissa, what did you make? You made something for me, and it had chocolate liqueur in it. Yeah, yeah. So it was chocolate liqueur, uh, vodka, shaken, martini glass. See that? So if you Spread got that, if you got That's that perfect. order from somebody, would you assume just naturally in your head this is a woman I'm making a shrink for? <laughs> would you say that like? Uh, no, this my chick at? like my one of the things because I've never owned a bar before, and so the uh, the interaction of it mm-hmm. is when women come up and go, I don't know, make me something fun. 
I'm like, when did you forget? When did you forget to close? When did you forget to close your lips? Make this something fun. Surprise me! It just has to be green. And they flip their hair, and I'm like, what? So we're gonna we're gonna go over some bars do bar do's and don'ts. Okay. Oh yeah. There's some there's some bar etiquette. Please let us let us offer some bar etiquette. Well, whatever it was in a martini glass and with some chocolate liqueur was delicious. But it also it it also went well with uh keith's ribs yeah it did yep uh, i didn't i didn't know i i I got the i got the text but i didn't know i was walking into like some real southern food that was great hooked it up i'm not even from the south i beat your ass it was was fucking delicious (laughs) i I appreciate that 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 means a lot and and, uh larry thank you so much for the cornbread and cheese bread that was great all the all the food's been great today. We got Larry from a last mask off. We actually there's two there's Larry and Larry Square and then Larry's it's friends Larry that he brings with him. Yep. They're they're yeah. here in the audience. The Snaggles is brought to you by Tiger Claw Tattoo, guys. Uh if you're looking to get yourself inked up, uh we know plenty of you are out there. Go over there, see our guys at uh, Tiger Claw Tattoo there in Mill Creek. Uh, schedule yourself a consult with them, and they will hook you up. You won't regret it. No, it's you won't regret it. Great artists over there, and they're they're beautiful. So, guys, go see uh, Tiger Claw Tattoo in Mill Creek. Everybody just feeling all melodramatic about the holidays. You know, you just broke up with your boyfriend, and you got matching tattoos and shit. They can't even cover yeah, that. Go shit get up a cover too, up. Right? Go get yeah. a cover up. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't admit that that may or may not have happened to me. I got a cover up, <laughs> and they did great. So I appreciate it. Tiger Claw Tattoo, Mill Creek, guys, go get it hooked up. All right, and we got the tumblers. Uh, Sam and Melissa were kind enough to, to pick up some of those tumblers. They got a silver uh, and the, a blue. The, the black, the black and what? It silver. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. think of a fucking color. I could tell. I'm at a bar. I'm so fucking sweating and nervous, man. I'm excited about this shit. Yeah. And you got the Dodger blue. California, outside of this state, is our number one listener. By the way, me being from Boston, you know, I'm disappointed. We talked yep. about that last week. Yeah. But anyhow, yep. get yourself a fucking tumbler. They're just twenty dollars for one, and the deal gets even better. If you buy three, it's only sixty dollars. I got to tell like, you too, if you're if you're like a public transport kind of guy, first thing I did when I opened that box, I thought. Train margarita. I like see that. Yeah, that's beautiful. I can drink. I can drink on my way to work. I can drink on my way home from work. I got this great tumbler. It's beautiful. Officer, it's just coffee. Yeah, it's just just coffee. Who's who's ever gonna stop and look in your tumbler? Nobody. Nobody. So I'm gonna uh, admire the silhouettes on the motherfucker. Yeah, that's because that's us, and we're beautiful people. At least silhouettes profile. Yeah. 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 Um, And then you can also uh, go to stealmystraws.com. Put a uh, steel straw in there. Uh, use the promo code SWCS to save you a little bit of money. Owning a bar. Do you guys get people in here to do cocaine on a regular basis? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell man. them to go to steal my straws and get themselves a nice fancy <laughs> cocaine straw. Right. Excuse me, a nice fancy drinking straw. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And they also uh, make them in glass, too, if you're into that. <laughs> so they're reusable. Stealmystraws.com, guys. Get it. The holidays are coming up. It's a simple way that you, you can get it for a fucking coworker. Yeah. All right, you got a coworker, you're really not feeling them, but you know the boss says you have to get everybody gifts and shit. Get him a steal my straw or a tumbler and move on. And then quit. Yep. This is a great way to kick off the holidays being at this bar because what do you have? You have people that don't want to be around their family, right? Yeah. You, you come from out of town, you get family that comes in from out of town. Here's a nice neighborhood bar. It's called the Yes Hell. So let me ask the obvious question right here. When you hear the name Yes Hell, first thing that pops in your mind is, what you guys a specialty drink? Melissa. Melissa. <laughs> Samuel. Samuel. Okay. Well, I, my first. I, I drink 
whiskey out of the bottle. Is that your specialty drink, though? I mean, for me, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting high off your own supply, man. Well, that's a Scarface shit. <laughs> you guys have a, a house drink. Uh, I mean, we do we do uh, prohibition era cocktails for the most part. So there there are several. Our old fashioned seems to be a winner with everybody. Which what is, is what's in that? It's really simple. It's bourbon, a little bit of sugar, and some bitters. But nobody seems to be able to do that. Everybody tries to over overcomplicate it. They muddle oranges and cherries and uh-huh. do a bunch of shit. And we we just we we keep to uh, original kind of prohibition era cocktail stuff. So. Uh, you know, we got some tricky cocktails and we got some really easy stuff. What it boils down to is let me take all of your money and get you drunk at the same time. Sounds like my type of place. Now, yeah. the, the real question is, and I was fucking yeah. around earlier, why the name Yes Hell? Where's that Because it seems from, like it should be Hell Yes. <laughs> Did you, are you going to give this to me? Yo, all all you, Melissa. Everybody's looking at you. <laughs> 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 all right. I, I, I think I tell this story... 20 times a day. I can understand that. Here we go. Ready? In March of 2017, my second husband died. And that changed the construct of my entire life. Yeah. I needed him to be alive for that to work. So with David's death, uh, I changed my narrative. I gave most of our possessions to his children. He has four. I have none. I'll never have any children. And I moved from Davis County here in Utah to Salt Lake County. And I rented a house that was furnished. And uh, I was trying to figure out how life was going to work for me. And I, my belief is that my life is a a reflection and a refraction of my thinking. So I took a long pause and I grabbed a job at a spa uh, and did massage just so I could keep taking steps forward. And then I had the idea that I would drive across the country and drop David's ashes. I had five pounds of his ashes in a Ziploc bag. I had given ashes to his children and to his family Uh, to what they needed from him and what I had left of him I was going to take a trip with him because everything at that point was reflecting grief which was fair because that's where I was and I wanted to be reminded that life was happening so I got myself down to three suitcases of belongings and I was going to drive from Salt Lake City to the East Coast and I, as I made that decision, and I'm sharing that with my family and my friends, my younger sister, who is Allie, she is a babe of a human being. She's a strikingly beautiful woman. She called me on June 30th of 2017, and she said, hey, Missy, do you want to go listen to some live music before you leave? And I said, yes. And then we grabbed our brother, Matthew, and we went to a bar on Back Street in Salt Lake City. It's called The Garage. And we were sitting outside. There's a band playing, (coughs) pardon me, a beautiful venue. Band's going off. And I'm chatting with my siblings. We're saying our goodbyes. And the band finishes. And Allie walks up to the band and says, hey, my sister's leaving town. We don't know when she's returning. Do you guys want to come party at her place? Uh, Boys follow pretty girls. 
So the band and all the musicians who were there supporting the band at, on that night came back to the place I was renting in Salt Lake City, which was a one-bedroom, crooked kind of house. There was a tree growing out of it. I had a bottle of wine, a block of cheese, jarred pickles, and some protein bars. And I ended up with about 25 new people in my life that night. And everybody played, partied, stayed. And as everyone was leaving, kind of around 6.30 in the morning, uh, the lead singer of that band said, I think you're interesting, but I'm not really sure. I'm tired and I'm drunk. He wrote his phone number on my hand and he said, call me in a couple of days. Let's go have coffee like normal people do. And I'll see if I still think you're interesting. So I sent him a text and Two days later, we met and had coffee, and we had a brilliant connection, a brilliant conversation. I was completely vulnerable. I knew I was leaving uh, Salt Lake City and going on some kind of journey for myself, and we did that again. Two days later, we had another brilliant conversation and expression, and uh, probably two days after that, I put together a text, and I said, I have a proposition for you you know why I want to go across the country. Do you want to go with me? What would it take? And his first text back to me was yes. And then it was dot, dot, dot. And it was like, hell yeah, let's figure this out. So we meet at a bar. at John, It's called Johnny's on 2nd South in Salt Lake City. And uh, we come up with some solutions. He's a bartender and a musician. He seemed like he was in a place of transition and uh, we come up with two agreements for this trip. We're not going to kill each other, and we're not going to fuck each other. So we leave Salt Lake City on July 10th of 2017, and our agreement was to make it to Massachusetts in 10 days. We made it to the state of New York in 17 days. Everything we did between the 10th and the 17th of July was a yes. We spent all of our minutes together. From there, uh, he left the country, and he had been wanting to go to Southeast Asia, so he jumped off the country, and he picked a spot. And we opened up a map one day, and he said, I want to go here. And it was a, it's a place called Trot, T-R-A-T, outside of uh, Bangkok. So he left and went there, and I went down the East Coast uh, by myself, and I was in the ocean, and I was in mountains, and I I went to music festivals, and I ate too much, and I didn't eat at all, and I drank all the time, and then I didn't drink at all, and I did whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And he was doing the same thing in Southeast Asia. And then he calls me through Facebook, and he's like, Melissa, where are you? What are you doing? And I'm like, do you know that the sky is blue? <laughs> do you know that the ocean smells like salt? Have you seen strangers? They're beautiful. Humans are glorious. And he's like, you're fucking nuts. And I said, I am lit up by life. I'm reminded that life is happening and the entire time that I was driving down the East Coast anywhere I wanted to I was dropping David's ashes in the ocean in the mountains there was this moment in um, 
we stopped in Toledo and uh, we wanted kind of a break from our trip. We were looking for something simple to do. And uh, I said to, Sam, to, to the stranger, I said, would you like to meet David? And he walked around and I'm like, and here's the Ziploc bag of David's ashes. And I'm like, this is David. And he, he said to me, would you give me a minute? Let me meet him. Anyway, sidetrack. So, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, the, at the, at the moment where he asked me, you know, where are you and what are you doing? Uh, I was in Virginia. I was on the cusp of, uh, Virginia. And he said, what are you going to do? Are you going to go back into your pre- previous profession? And I said, no, I, I don't want to do that. I did that for about 25 years. And he's like, cool. Do you want to buy a bar with me? And I said, yeah, man, let's buy a bar. So he motors back through Europe. And he has this really brilliant experience. And I drive back up the East Coast. And I look at bars for sale that are in Williamsburg, uh, Manhattan, and Brooklyn. And we're Facebook timing each other the entire time and none of it really worked out we're both from Utah and he had a really strong family draw and he was falling in love at that time and so he flew back into Salt Lake City and I drove back into Salt Lake City and the middle of September of 2017 I googled bars for sale in Utah and there were three that day there were two in Salt Lake City there's the one that you're currently sitting in. We got the keys to this bar on November 10th of 2017. We got the liquor license on November 30th. You have 90 days to remodel before you have to pour your first drink and we open up the doors in February of 2018. And so our bar is called Yes How because Sam had picked up that vocabulary from a very sweet and dear friend of his her name is Karen it is uh, it's a kind of a southern term for of, a, of an agreement and everything from when I have met Sam until where we are today doing the same thing it's always been a yes and so we chose to name our bar yes hell because I asked a stranger to get in my car and he said yes to me and he had met a beautiful woman who had used that word, or th- those words, yes, hell. So on the outside of the bar, it only says yes. So the, the yes. No, I, I, I got to stop you. Okay. Okay. That's like a fucking USA movie of the week. Huh. That was yeah, incredible. Is. Wait, yeah. seriously. That, that, that was. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're in a band. What, what band was it? I think it was called Pigeon. It doesn't even matter, right? Yeah, at this matter. point, yeah. at this point, it doesn't matter. I was just going to say, so it says yes on the outside. Wow. But on the inside, it's yes, hell. Yes, hell. Well, on uh, all, all the advertisements, too, like when you look it up, it's, yeah, it's yes, it hell. yes, hell. Yes, it's hell. It's not just yes. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't put the hell up there because of what? The ordinances and no, shit? We, no, it was we, too we, many we, dollars. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> 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 Fuck off, yeah, man. Three, <laughs> three, three letters was 16,000 bucks. <laughs> We, 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 the, the, the answer to that, honestly, is we wanted something positive for everybody to look at. You know, we thought 
we've been saying yes to each other. Yes seems to be the answer, and we wanted that to emanate from the front of our building. So that's that's wh- where the you know the hell part we thought would be a little bit confusing, and maybe you know. Yeah. I mean, we're in Mormon country, but not really. We're in Ogden biker gangs. Fuck off. You know, th- it's not it, far it, from Twenty Fifth Street. They, they don't they don't care about the word hell on a building up here. We just thought we would do the total positive thing and and put simply yes on the front of it because that's the point of the story you know we we say yes and that's that's how we get things done i imagine if you're walking uh uh down the street and somebody sits, hey you want to go in this bar yes yes it's easy it says yes you mm-hmm. gotta go in you you want live music yeah yes you, yes you, you want to eat good food yes yes hey, here, here, you, here. you want a nice cocktail yes <laughs> It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> you started that the the tale of how this became yes hell. You said I tell this probably twenty times a, a what a week. It, uh, no, and probably like ten times. She's a getting night. better at it too. <laughs> Do you tell it that intricate? That that's not even intricate. That wasn't even an intricate. Oh, wow. No, no, no. That, I, I, that was I, an awesome. I, story. So the, uh, obviously, there's more details about when you drove out to New York. Right. I, I, I mean, the whole so. drive across the country, there's more details. Her story has been becoming more and more condensed because I've been like, yo, serve that guy over there in the blue <laughs> hat. You know, like, <laughs> I need you to work. <laughs> so so we, she has, she's been by necessity cutting it down. Sam, right? you were a bartender already. You you knew how to make drinks. Yeah. So I've, I've been playing music and bartending my, you know, my whole adult life. Is that a lot of pressure being a bartender? Because you ask somebody, what do they want? And did you... Do you still or have you in the past, I'm sure you have in the past, gotten drinks that you don't know what the fuck they're talking about? Uh, of course. The, a lot of bartenders, uh, it's it's pretty common amongst bartenders, and it's something that I do uh, to look at somebody where they're like, I, I don't know, you know, and you, you say, well, vodka, rum, gin, tequila, mm-hmm. bourbon, what do you want, you know? And uh, they make something up, and then the person says, well, what's this called? And, you, and, and I look at them usually and say, what's your name? They say, Jamie. And I said, "Well, that's the Jamie Filami, you know." And so then, so then, so then, you know, people that's will pe- people will go to the next bar and ask for the Jamie Filami, which is you know, yeah, nothing, some made up shit from yeah. from Sam. And, and, well, we don't we don't do that here. I, I we we stick to <laughs> we we stick to classic cocktails here, so that that doesn't happen for our patrons at other bars. Me and Wood, I think the drunkest we've been on this podcast, and we've been fucked up on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, so it's happened. The Quiet Storm. Oh, Have you yeah, ever heard yeah. of a drink called the Quiet Storm? I don't know, but let me get you more fucked up than you were on that podcast. Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm leaning that direction. I'm gonna tell you. While she was telling her story, I had to stand up for a minute, take a take a breath, cause whew. that's gonna give you a yeah. pomegranate full of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. yeah. the fruitier the better. Said, give me some fruity. <laughs> and it, it, it was fruity. Storm. We had a we had a guest named Diego, and he gave us something with pear vodka and. Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew and some witchcraft shit that was I in it. I don't know. Yeah, it was fucked it was us crazy. up. You ever heard of anything like that? It sounds like Mario Three to me. Mario Three. What, what's the, on Mario Three? I just did the Mountain Dew reference. That's what I was oh, drinking okay. when Mario Three came out. <laughs> the <laughs> yes. <video. laughs> yes. All right. So a bar. So you guys decide on a trip from here to my hometown of Massachusetts. You guys decide we're going to open up a bar. How do you dictate? How do you guide what type of bar you have? All right, because today you can't throw people out like you could back in the day. You got oh, some yeah, long hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, oh shit, I like oh, yeah, that. Okay, can. talk to me about it. I, I, you know, the nice thing about what we've done here, and this uh, ties into your question, you know, how do you decide on what kind of bar you want to mm-hmm. do? Uh, we decided that we wanted a place. Look, if we're going to be here every day, we're going to walk into this room every day. We want a beautiful room, someplace that we can walk into and be proud of what we did, and that's what we've that's what we built. 
Um, so in terms of throwing people out, it, man, in the last, uh, you know, we're 22 months old now. And in those 22 months, I've thrown one guy out twice. <laughs> and, and, and just he, doesn't get it. He, he, well, no, he gets it. No, he it. gets it now. And he comes back. <laughs> he, he's welcome back. He was a dick twice. We threw him out. And uh, one other guy, uh, we thrown out once. That's, that's a, we've had three throwout situations and no fights and very minimal, minimal uh, uh, body bodily fluids. But my, oh, my question is this, good. though. So you, you have, all right, yep. sh- shape, sh- shape the bar. So you had a vision for a bar. I come in here, you got fuck couches all over the place, right? Yep. Yep. There's pl- plenty of places to fuck, right? That, that costs extra. <laughs> but they're not secluded. This ain't like the champagne room. You'd you, be surprised. You know, I, I bet you I would, man. I saw some sticky spots earlier. You'd but how do, you, how do you guide this into what type of bar you want? Because obviously, I mean, you, you got Twister over here, which again goes back to the fuck couches. Yeah, it does. You got yep. Domino's, which again goes back to the fuck right. Hey, you got the f- the fuck lady on the wall. Is this a fuck bar? I mean, what, what what's going on here? What am, how, how do you guide it to what type of bar this is? When I come in here, what what's what, what am I expected to walk in? Terms of clientele, yeah. right? What's gonna happen? I'm gonna walk out lucky. I mean, it's like up to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're uh, we're 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 good people, and we want. Uh, it, what do we say? You know, we respect you, and we expect the same thing. So we've got the I've I've got 20 years of bar uh, bar knowledge cocktail knowledge behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the food to back it up now. Um, That's a recent development. The food. Well, we started off uh, originally with a much bigger idea. I guess we had uh, a crew of about 30 people working in here. We had a, a gourmet uh, kitchen going on, and it 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 didn't fit the this town for that time okay um didn't really work out that's you know that was our initial idea and we've rolled with the punches and changed things several times uh but the overall idea is that we are providing a space that is comfortable where you can be yourself uh you can come in and enjoy your friends uh regardless of who they are and uh, not have to deal with any kind of extraneous bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's the, the uh, environment that we've wanted to provide. And I think we've provided it. Uh, and that's been it, really. Come in. You, we love you. You love us. And let's have a good time. You know, don't, so don't, don't be a fucking dick. That's, that's about it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's been the... Sounds like our atheist, huh? Don't yeah. be a shitty person. Yeah, just don't be a shitty person. So I see you, you've got this stage over here. Um, you said you mentioned live band. Yes, I want it. So, uh, what do you guys have as far as live bands? Like, we have the we have the we have the best of the best from from anywhere in Utah you've ever heard of has played on this stage already. Uh, that's that's a deep root connection for me is the music scene, and we we've had that going on. We continue to have that going on. Uh, it's turned out that uh, it's, it's it's sort of a intimate room, so so we've backed away from full full production band stuff and it's it's much more kind of singer songwriter intimate stuff mm-hmm. blues bands and uh it's a loud room you know clap your hands go ahead yeah you hear that yeah so, that so, goes. so it's a full band with four amps is a little too much <coughs> yeah, for this room uh, which is something that we've kind of uh gone the rounds with uh but you know aside from special event big band stuff we do the more sort of artistic, intimate, 
uh, easy listening sort of stuff. Um, keep we we keep it easy. We do a DJ every now and then with uh, we do a reggae Thursday night. We do eighties uh, nights sometimes, but it's it's on occasion. It's it's mostly uh, the music is not so much the draw anymore. Oh, um, we, we I disagree. We thought it would be. Thank you. The mu- the music is totally a draw. We thought it. We thought it would be. <laughs> we thought it would be more of a concert hall in the I, beginning. I love. I love the when I, when I go to a bar and and they've got if they've got someone live, I'm walking in. I, I'm walking in. If it, it, I don't care if they're known or not. If they've got a live bar, a live band, and I walk in, I'm going in. Well, we do. I, we, we, I love that we, shit. And, and I'm not again from the beginning of this thing. I'm not great at self promotion, but the the artists and my friends mostly. Uh-huh. Are the best in Utah, and 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 that's what we get here is is excellent live music. We try to keep it a little more low key because we really don't. What want style of music are we talking? I mean, it varies. It's, you know, we, it, it's we, mostly. I would say most like we're, we you book mostly uh, blues, Americana, funk, Americana. Funk, yeah. mm, I love that shit. Yeah, and yeah, it's 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 the it's talent from Utah, uh, talented artists from Utah, and they're narrative on utah or their uh replication of other other musicians their own songwriting their own um perception of what's happening for for them uh their particular political or social narrative and Uh. most of them are available to be like heard and and listened to and and then people can still sit back here and chat and drink and have their own individual dialogue. Right. They can still bitch about their boyfriend or their husband or their <laughs> wife. They can still t- try and do like dirty things in the bathroom. Yes. And 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 not have and not have not it, have to worry and about not have, it. And yeah. and you're not screaming. Like I don't have to scream across the bar to someone to say, "Oh, what do you want, honey?" She's we're, like, "I want a rum and coke." Yeah, you know, where her lips we're, are we're, now, we're, we're we're in a we're we're in a nice situation. Uh, previous to to this, I've I've been a, a Salt Lake musician for I don't know fifteen years or something, and so I've got the nice situation to have m- most of the working musicians in this state as you know personal contacts and and good friends of mine, where we work together several times. So we kind of cater to this room. I mean, minus the kind of part we cater to this room. I grab people like. I don't, Rick Gerber, who wants to play his bad feather rock and roll shit, and I tell him, and I tell him to shut the fuck up and come and play by himself, and he's great to do that. And we have we have a lot of cooperation because of my previous uh, life experiences as a musician. So, have you guys had the Gringos? I I don't know the Gringos. Oh uh, yeah, we'll Gringos. If you're listening, we'll you gotta we'll come your, up here. You, ska music. Yeah. These guys sound great live, man. These guys, these guys are uh, mask off uh, July. Or June twenty, what eighteen? I was drunk. I don't know. Yeah, some. Yeah. Anyway, they're good stuff. Good. You talked about religion just there. You alluded to it, and you and I, Melissa, talked about it off air. So, what does your family think about you guys owning a fucking bar? I've that, got, I've, I've got, I've got, I've got this family that is, uh, you know, they happen to be Mormon in their religious, you know, convictions, and really, it's just kind of my mom and dad at this point. My dad fucked all the hot cheerleaders in high school. Followed, the, de- followed the dead around for a, a bunch of years. Grateful dead. My mom was a con- <laughs> my mom was a convert at age twenty nine, and my 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 next little brother is as gay as a maypole. 
So it was. We, there's no judgment in my family, and I, I do. So I, do, I don't understand the Mormon stigma that people talk about in mm-hmm. Utah, because I don't see it. It's, it's nothing in my family. My, my mom keeps beer and whiskey in the fridge for for you, for me, and, and, and for guests it, when it comes down to holidays and greetings and stuff. So, but I, I, in the same breath, I understand, and I've and I've listened to many people talk about how they've been just persecuted by the. Uh, norms and the people and the things I, I've never seen that so my family's been wonderful and they don't give a fuck what I do as long as I'm happy and, and successful and not in it. jail Melissa right. what about you uh, my mother is uh, deeply committed to her Mormon religion mm-hmm. and she is deeply complimentary to my success our success with a bar so her husband died in uh, April of this year. Okay. And when our family, our tribe gathered together to say goodbye to him, I met my mother's friends and her community, her religious community, and all, almost all of them walked up and they're like, are you the daughter that owns the bar? Yeah. My, mm. And I'm like, I am. And they're like, your mom talks about you all the time. This is so great. And, and... Uh, so my mother is extraordinarily accepting. My father, uh, he lives in Florida. He's extraordinarily, extraordinarily accepting of what I do. What what I see with with this dynamic is that you keep Sam grounded. Grant Sam wants to run. He wants to sing. He wants to go. He wants to do. And then we got Melissa that comes in. And is like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's take a breath. A- am I right or am I completely is, is that reverse roles? Because what I see is that, that Melissa's keeping this place grounded. It's keeping it running. It's keeping us going. And yes, hell. I mean, tell me. Nice. Nice, Wood. Yes, hell. Yeah. So you like you'd agree with that, Sam? Well, I don't know. I, 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 running and singing is, is off the table for me at this point. You know, I, I'm here. Uh, we've we've made some pretty serious commitments yeah. to uh, you know not just financially but personally. I suppose and once you do that, you got to slow down a <laughs> yeah, bit, right? There's nothing you can do. You say I'm going to do this. I don't know. To me, my word is the only thing I've got. You know, I've I've got some money dollars. That's old school up, shit. As we sit in this yeah. old school building, people don't yeah, think yeah. like yep. that much F- anymore. Yeah, fuck it, nope. man. I I can give you what I can tell you a lie and give you a hundred dollars to make it better. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so I, uh, you know, we, we entered this agreement and so here we are, you know, that's, that's it. And it's nice because I got in a car with a fucking strange lady, <laughs> strange ass lady. And didn't try to fuck her. And we, yeah, no. that was, yeah. She told you on that the front side, Hey, there will be no punani in this carpool. I think that was actually my, my, it was his, it was yeah, his, it was, was his. If, yeah. if, if I can deviate us for a one second, um, I want to talk about the art in here. Because I, I look at it, and I love it. But it's not typical. You've been rubbing on that ass since we sat okay, down. That's a different thing. That one's going to get me there where I need to be later. What I'm talking about. Spank bang. <laughs> yeah, Spank bang. I'm going to just I'm gonna put that in the file. But yeah. there's these these other pieces of art throughout. Um, it looks like a demon over here. Um I, I can't, honestly I have no that, idea what that was a that was a piece that I had I actually commissioned that piece uh, from a friend of mine. Uh, we were going to call it the Yes Hell, and I asked him to paint a, uh, a basically Dante's description of Satan, which was a, a three-headed uh-huh. uh, yeah, I'm following you there. E- eating the major you know, traitors right. from, from, 
Th- yeah. Right from Dante's Inferno, which is a whole different story, <coughs> whole different podcast, it, right? We could go yeah. all day about that. Right, so that was kind of uh, the deal there. Um, but yeah, so my favorite is this two, and and I don't know what they are, but I'm going to call it. Uh, they, I would depict them as almost women with a dragon, um, and then the no, it's demon mel- above? it's male and female for sure. Okay, what what's going on with this here? I, I don't know. You'd fucking have to call the guy that. <laughs> His name's Brian Kubaric. I, I love the art in here, and and there's not a lot of it, um, but but it kind of, I guess hell, it kind of depicts part what? of that, right? You got I mean, that, is that what we're going yeah. for? You got that sad, emaciated, depressed rabbit with the mouth with the eye in it, which I like <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. My wife would never let me have that in the house, but <laughs> I think that's kind of yeah. cool. Did you see uh, this? Uh, uh, you see that? What is that? That's well, the same it's thing the same as thing. that little... Yeah, uh, oh, he's down on the right-hand yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the little golem-looking thing. So it's another one of my friend Brian Kubarge painted these things. and uh, he He's damn good. He's all right. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, you can call it what you want. He's, he, he's a professor at the University of Utah. He uh, teaches all sorts of things. Witchcraft is actually a, a class he's teaching this year. Really? Holy yeah. shit. And he t- it mod- the history of modern art and things, he's an uh, associate professor at the University of Utah. He's a better guitar player than he is a painter by far. <laughs> and he's, <laughs> a better, damn. he's a better writer than he is a guitar player. Badass. So, yeah. L- let me ask you guys this. Is it hard being around drunk people when you're sober? <laughs> I've never done that. I assume you guys have to do it to keep the money there's straight. Two, there's, you know two, I mean? there's two answers. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Melissa can <laughs> Melissa can answer next. There's there's two answers at the end of every night for me. One one of two things happens. It's either I can't beat him, so I'm going to join him at the end of the night. <laughs> that's that's then, probably me. That'd be night. me. Yeah, that'd be us. Yeah, then, well. I, then I get fucked up and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it's I'm never gonna drink alcohol again. Yeah. Look, 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 yeah. look, look, look at these people. You know, I'm sure we would have been friends. You know, if we <laughs> met, if, if we met at Kmart or whatever. You know, I would have helped you out with your shit and loaded up your car and everything would have been fine. But now you're a fucking piece of shit in okay. front of me. So it's it's one 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 or the other for me. Melissa, uh, for me the uh, the newness of owning a bar, being in an industry. And, and every day having uh, an experience and, and connection with people who are sedated by alcohol. <laughs> For me, it has been nothing but sexual. Let's hear it. Wow. Let's hear it. Let's hear what Here you we got. Go. Here we go. Because I've said some shit. Me and my boys back in the day, we should play a game. Let's see who could get smacked first. <laughs> we say the most vile things to women that yeah. I will never repeat. I, get just smacked. I, I, have I won a lot. So I, I, I assume then, Melissa, you bartend, right? I, I, I b- do bartend. So, okay. Hey, girl, you pretty. Want to fuck? There it is. Ooh, <laughs> there it is. Hey. Hi, I, I, hi Keith. <laughs> circa 1991. How are you doing? I started, ta- I started taking my shirt off before I knew what was happening. <laughs> Melissa, would they do this one to you? Hand me that one. Right, and they, they do this where you grab from the elbow all the way down. Yeah, they do oh, that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, that was my that was my fucking masterpiece so, right there. So I I get a I I when I'm here by myself I get a lot of, uh, hey girl I think you're pretty. Uh huh. Oh. I'm like oh god. Uh-huh. Here, here go. it comes. Here yeah. we go. I get do town all the time. You get what? Dude town. Dude. I, that yeah. bar, that bar, all of those chairs are filled, <laughs> filled with... Filled up with w- a gross w- old man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is d- 
dudes. We were, we were talking about Viagra uh, earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like that's that's full be, of before it they there. before they come in they pop a couple Locked Viagra. and loaded. And, and they're then, like and Melissa, then they come Melissa, in. Melissa's bartending. Yeah. I'm gonna have a boner. They got a big enough <laughs> bar. Uh-huh. This is this is like my this is day to day for me, and and it is some of the most. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I get asked these really awkward questions. Be careful, Melissa. We need him to come back and bite you. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't, don't yeah. reveal all, all of the secrets. We need him to come keep keep on coming. I, our our bar's super cool. Yay, everything's great. And nobody ever misbehaves. Is that? Yeah. Okay. okay. So can, well, I, can, it's I, can a bar, I put that part? So people know. Yeah, people already know. Yeah. So I get men who make this approach. And it is incredibly strange Kay. for me hey little one oh i love little one when little one comes in uh, well, that's, a, that's a regular huh he's a regular hey okay. little one hey you want to come camp down next to the bridge next with to me? the river with you me. can take my sleeping bag that's does, does he tip well <laughs> um, he, he lives he, by the river in a sleeping he lives bag. By, by the river in a sleeping bag no, and okay. he's, so he's not tipping and he's he's asked me to stay with him I, why wouldn't you <laughs> So you said uh, like nothing was off off collar. Talk. Like, yeah, right. Go ahead. So I had a guy come in and he's like, "I want to lick your vagina." Did he say vagina? He said mm-hmm. vagina. Wow, well, that's he's so elegant. He's classy. He's classy. You didn't let him do it. Yeah. I mean, no, no, he didn't know what the <laughs> fuck he was talking so, about. So, <laughs> so I, I I leaned into the bar and I said, "Hey, you're never gonna lick my vagina." And he's like, "No, I'm really good." Mm-hmm. And mm. I said, "Here's the thing." You're licking the labia minorum, the labia majorum, and if you're really good, you'll find the clitoris. And then your tongue has to push through the cervix before you ever find the vagina. Your tongue would have to be at least eight inches long before you actually licked my vagina. You said that. To his face. Anatomy Mm. lesson. Did did he get up and walk out? Uh, the lady who was sitting next to him, she turned her head to the right, and she's like, "I'm really sorry about that." <laughs> I thought she would have given you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's off his game because I would have said, "Let me use my dick." No, <laughs> no. So, so then he did. He's like, "Well, my dick's that long." There he goes. Yeah, it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. not very thick. It's kind of skinny, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with a skinny dick. Everybody <laughs> say skinny penis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then I walk to the other side of the bar. I take care of those people. I come back. And he's like, no, I'm really good. He's and still the, on that. No, he, he's, he's, still, he's, he's, he's still one. And, and I said, you clearly have used this approach uh-huh. with other women. And other women have said yes to you. So I'm saying no. Everybody's a snowflake. Man. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, th- I feel like we've used that phrase before. <laughs> it's a no for me. I'm not taking my clothes off for you. We're not. I'm not going to do that. So there is a very limited population that walks into the bar that goes, "Hey, bleh. and they try. Yeah, I want to lick your vagina, or I want to do something to you. And like for me, I have the uh, the ability to say I, I can say things like "fuck off," "go." I can yeah. call the police. I can make mm-hmm. it violent. I right. can make it um, atomic if I uh-huh. wanted to. However, I choose to go. Everyone else who's in this room, 
does not need your experience. See, and that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, where's your threshold? Because I, I can guarantee you Keith circa 1991 could say <laughs> something to make you go, he's never coming in here again. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you hear that type of shit. You I know? get it all the time. So, so do you look for the dollar? Are you are you looking? All right, so this guy's buying drinks, and here's where he's at. Sam, watch me, or whoever, what other bartender you have, watch me. Or do you say, you know what, fuck this shit. I don't need to be spoken to like that. Get the fuck out of here. So, like for me, I just keep the conversation between me and that particular person. Okay. If it if it's a night where it's rhythmic and it's not like chaos, where it's just like you just move a bunch mm-hmm. of drinks, you know, if if someone has the opportunity to say those words. And, and try and make that push to go, hey, I think you're pretty and we're going to do this. And I have the opportunity to pull back and say, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Your approach is inappropriate for me. Um, I don't make a scene out of it because there's generally going to be a bunch of other people in the bar. Mm-hmm. And none of them need to know that that person is trying to make an approach. So I will kind of close that down very quickly and then they generally exit. And when they come back, when they return, which all of them do, it is just with like gratitude to say, thank you so much. I apologize. You're like, a, you're like a pit boss. Think you're about like it. a pit boss in Vegas. They caught somebody <laughs> cheating. They get the security walk up and say, excuse me, sir, can you come with me? Watch the ships. You take them in the back. You beat their fucking ass. And you send them out the door and say, try again. Which brings me to this. What do you guys do with people? Because I... I've known bartenders, I've known waitresses, I've known waiters. It's a different fucking element. These guys, are, they're like vagabonds. They go from place to place. Not not all of them, but some of them. But you get people to steal from you. What do you where, where's, the, where's, the, where's the pain room at? Where's the, where's the punishment room? Do you guys have a punishment room here where you take them down there and beat them with a ball ping hammer in I, the hands? I, I've been I to bars I where they I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. They'll, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they'll tip the, the taps, right, and just let it run. And be dickheads just to. I've seen this happen. They just tap it and it starts flowing, and then you have to run over and push it. That's money going down the drain. I've got a note from my podiatrist that says <laughs> I don't have to answer these questions. <laughs> <laughs> my foot hurts. My there's, foot. there's two other doors that I haven't been through in this place, so that's probably so right. If you were to run into somebody stealing from you, I mean, how would you deal deal with it? I mean, I mean, we're pretty tight. Utah's Utah's got uh, their liquor laws pretty tight. We run it by Utah liquor law, and we we stick to it like Boy Scouts because that's it's honestly uh, a, a liquor license in Utah is Utah handing you golden a, ticket. It basically, the uh, formula for running a foolproof business. Here's no loss. Here's uh, you know, t- pure accounting. Okay. Um, so we, we, it's not that, you know, the only people that have ever stolen from us have been people that we've hired. Right, right. You that, know? That, that's and what so, I'm talking about. Well, that's what so, I'm talking about. So with them, it's like goodbye, get the fuck out. It, you know, and, and they're, they're gone as fast as we hire them. Um, so there's no real, real financial loss, uh, you know, speaking about people and their, uh, you know, uh, malefficient behaviors. Uh, those people are easy to deal with, and Melissa does a great job. Like she's she's been talking about. You beat ass, Melissa. We've been able. Motherfucker, to I drove from Utah to Massachusetts once. I'll do it again to get rid of your body. You, when, <laughs> when, when, when you're de- when you're de- when you're sober and you're dealing with drunk people, it's like playing chess with a four year old. It's not hard. 
Um, it's really mm. n- it's not difficult. Melissa is uh, a, a brilliant, wonderful person who is able to uh, put aside whatever uh, ego she might have about the situation and make things nice for everyone. Uh, I myself am working on that. I have a little bit more of an ego than Melissa does. And so then, you know, I, I create my own problems Mm. with these people who are bound to come into (laughs) a bar situation. Um, so I, as Melissa has been learning, uh, from me, uh, the tricks and trades, I've also been learning from her as how to be a decent fucking human being. Again, I'm going to go back to what I said about 20 minutes ago. She keeps you grounded a little bit. And maybe I was yeah. Mis- Wood's starting to paint a picture here. Is what he's doing. <laughs> I was I was mistaken on the, the the music and the all that rowdiness, but she's keeping you grounded on the on the other side of that bar. Someone has to do it. <laughs> do you, Do you guys have bouncers, doormen, that type of thing? Uh, we we do. We've got a we've got a, a we've got PRN people that we call basically. PRN. Yeah, as needed, we call them. So um, PRN is a medical term, as needed. That scared me a little bit. Like when I asked you, you have bouncers. Like, yeah, medical term. I'm Um, thinking like public relation nurses. I'm thinking, come put his esophagus back in his throat. We (laughs) we just stomped him to death. Like, like, like we, like we said at the beginning of the program. You're asking what kind of place do we want to create, and Mm -hmm. what what have we done to create that? And like, we have created a place where people come in, respect the place, respect the situation. We don't put up with shit. If you, if, if people start getting any kind of out of line we're immediately on it and we ask them to either calm down or leave which has been uh i i think the 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 local folks here know that they're not going to come in here and start shit when we won't have it so so you're coming up on almost two years that's that's a long time to to build a reputation like you, that's people, a, that's, a li- that's a little time. That's a very little time to build a reputation. But people know, yeah. hey, this is what is expected when you come into, as they see on the on the sign. Yes, they know when they come in here what to expect. But for the most part, right? I mean, you you're getting stragglers they probably they, every they, weekend. They know they're going to pay more than what they usually pay for a drink, mm-hmm. and they know that they're getting an environment where they where they feel safe. And where they feel, you know, appreciated. And sure. then that's what they get here. I like that. Sam, so you had a vision to travel cross country on a whim. I mean, here you are a musician. I'm going to picture you as a lead guitarist or maybe a pianist. <laughs> no, he's right? a singer. I, I've heard him. Right? I've I, heard him and, and, belting out uh, tunes all uh, night long. He can sing. He's a singer. Come to my house. Have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Let's uh-huh. travel across the nation, right? So, <laughs> hey, so, hey, so you had a vision. How, how long have you had this vision for a bar? Uh, Melissa actually asked me this question. We were actually, so on my, uh, cross world jam, she, she alluded to earlier, we had a conversation. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's maybe, uh, open a bar together. And I had been traveling West from, uh, Thailand to, uh, England. She came and met me actually in London. I don't have that in me. I wish I did. I'm going to cut you off right quick. So when we graduated high school, me and my boys, this is like eight years after high school, we're like, you know what we should have done? We should have got a van and went to all the baseball stadiums and football stadiums <laughs> in America and just hung out. But, like, I need, like, I, I need a base. I need a microwave. I need a shower. I need a fucking shower. I'm pretty sure across the U.S. when you graduated, they say? had all of those. You said U.S. He's done. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't have that. Little, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to travel here. And I, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Save your thought. I just want to tell you the story. There was a guy <laughs> I knew, all right? He was moving to California. And we're all playing basketball at a gym. 
All of us. Okay. By all of us, I mean me and my boys. And this other guy walks in. He's like, um, I'm moving to California. I just want to say bye to everybody. And the guy playing basketball would have said, when you leaving? He's like, today. He said, give me an hour. I'll go get all my shit. He packed up all the shit. He left. He packed up all the shit. Moved to California with this guy on a whim. Never saw him again. That's that type of shit you you guys have. I don't have that. I, I need that security shit. I wish I had that adventure. Uh, help me. Adventurous. Yeah. yeah. Adventurous yeah. M- mindset. I'm, I'm watching Sam Go ahead, light Sam. up. And yeah. the, he got the, bored with my story. Okay, He's like, I do this shit for okay, breakfast. So, so, I do so, this shit for fucking for, with bagels. <laughs> so truth be told, okay, uh, this this uh, maybe I've told the story. I don't think I have. I grew up in a bowling alley. Uh, my family-owned bowling alley. Okay. And back in the 80s, there was no, there were no, um, you could smoke wherever you wanted. It was full of it. And my grandparents smoked. And that first light up of a cigarette, I, I love it. And so every time Sam does this, my <laughs> mind is transported back to 1980, I don't know, early. And, and I, I, I'm catching this nostalgia of the early 80s. I grew up in a bowling alley. Yeah, I grew up in a balance. Okay, Damn right. right I did. All right. All right. Sam, please continue, That's, that's a legit sport. Fight you, Fuck, kid. I, <laughs> I, may, I may have been derailed. <laughs> All right, Sam, I'm going to take you here. How, how about prohibition in terms of what it did to alcohol? Because if, from what I understand, before prohibition, you drink like a man. After prohibition, you drink like wood. You need the fruit juices, <laughs> Hawaiian punch. You need the fucking tang sunny delight to, to stomach anything down. So <laughs> drinks now become a lot more... Um, um, it's not a sissification. It became beautiful. Uh, it was a thing where uh, pro- prohibition happened. Booze were illegal of all kinds, any anything at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, with alcohol in it became illegal. And so then, of course, the people uh, retaliated, you know, or not necessarily retaliated, but, you know, uh, started making their own alcohol, uh, which was... L- Nothing was regulated at all. There it was, was no, dangerous, huh? It was dangerous. Man, people people it, were going blind. It was pe- turpentine. People, people were actually <laughs> That's a hell of a drink. Pe- people <laughs> were like actually a fucking turpentine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Melissa, tomorrow I don't want to see. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> go, let's hey. go. So the alcohol was coming out of bathtubs and everything else, and it was. It I've was, been to parties like that. It mm. was. It was very ether based, and and Ooh, too damn. much, too much ether, and and people. Embalming fluid. I heard some of that shit. You know. Mm. I, if you, uh, I've heard if you put it on your weed, you can have a nice night for you know. <laughs> then, then the rest of your life happens. But uh, <laughs> so, so uh, you know, the cocktail was born in the in the prohibition era uh, because the shit tasted like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so in, yeah. or, in order to drink it down, you needed to put some sort of you know, to get, make gr- a recipe gr- grenadine like uh, harsh f- uh, sugar flavor on it mm. or, or several different flavors and okay. some some things were imported but not very much just you know like the uh, war on drugs really kind of changed the flavor of, of marijuana in the 90s uh, so did prohibition change the flavor of alcohol and uh, that's that's basically where cocktails were born it, it was it was a masking to unmask the prohibition era cocktails, it was it was a masking of the flavors of the disgusting alcohol that was being produced in people's backyard stills. Right, um, and so that's where we we have come. You know, that's that's where we come to 
the uh, old fashioned. That's where we come to the. What mm-hmm. did I? What did I give you? The box car. That's where we came to the corpse reviver number two. If you were lucky enough to have some absinthe laying around, mm. I'd love absinthe. Lucky just enough, just for the record, <laughs> absinthe will lay your ass down. I don't know if that's lucky or not, right? Yeah. What's the freakiest thing you guys have seen in a bar? Not necessarily this bar, but any bar. The, the, just the weirdest like shit. Vi- vi- that, violence, the vi- anything. Yeah, oh, I mean, you, this you is, go this violence because I go this sex. Is this is the mo- well. So I mean, I'm working at a bar. Let's go sex first. I'm working at a bar. It's a I don't know, fucking Tuesday afternoon, no one's drinking. Uh, there's a few people in the place, and uh, a person comes in and has a a woman with him, and there's maybe four other people in the bar, and, and of course they wait for the four other people to leave, and then they disappear to the bathroom together, at which point I turn my Snapchat on, go mm. on, unlock <laughs> the door, and look at a girl bouncing around on the <laughs> toilet with a guy underneath her. You know, it, we see all sorts of things sexually. The most the most interesting to me is the people who make out in front of the bar, get naked, put their things inside of each other in, in pure daylight as if no one's watching. Um, that happens. They just forget people exist and they're doing it right here. I, I, I well, don't know. They, don't well, know. well they, they, they think that you could have sex in front of other people and that no one would notice. No one notice. No one notice, or is it uh, a little bit exciting? I think they. Of course, of course, it's exciting. There you go. Right, <laughs> like, like sneaky, <laughs> sneaky sex is always exciting, and so if you think you can get away with it, it's like having uh, sex with your parents at home, huh? Did you guys hear about the the woman? And and this happened in you guys' this motherfucking hometown where she was at a red light, okay, oh, yeah. and oh, some yeah. dudes so. got out and punched her in the face. Okay, but he punched her in the face with her husband sitting in the passenger seat right next to her. And the funny part about it is when she reported this shit to the fucking news, the news had him sit in the passenger seat of the car right where <laughs> his bitch ass was before. <laughs> and see, they, see, I talked about this a little while ago, Melissa and Sam. Men being emasculated, not being able to open a pickle jar. Right. You need to open a fucking pickle jar. And if you can't open a pickle jar, here's what happens. Your woman gets her ass kicked, and you say to yourself, that's a fair fight uh-huh. because everybody's the same. Yep. And the man gets out the car thinking, I'm going to beat this girl's ass who thinks she is equal to me because we right. know we're the same uh-huh. strength. Right. She's going to ask me. He, yo, my whole th- how do you go home and have sex with your girl? How do you, not, how do you not, go I'm home and have this. a relationship? Now Sam talks. I'm, right? I'm not touching this. How do you go home and have a relationship after that? He should have been out there beating ass, and instead he's No, no, cowering. no. I'm because not touching this. Once the fucking light turns red and we're all just sitting there and the fucking car door opens to that other guy, my dick's already getting hard because my teeth are grinding already when I'm fucking <laughs> driving a car. I'm just already, I just want to get fucking home. You know, I just, I'm pissed. And I see yeah. the door open and I'm in the passenger seat. And this motherfucker walks up to my girl and wants to hit her in the face. And so the guy, he watches his wife get his ass kicked, get her ass kicked. And he says, you know what he says, Melissa? He says, oh, it all happened so quick. Mm-mm. Not quick enough. It didn't happen that fucking quick. Nope. It didn't nope. happen that quick. Nope. You sat there and watched your girl get her ass kicked. <laughs> Melissa, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. This shit really happened. What do you got? Like violence, like primarily violence uh-huh. to another human being uh-huh. is like that confuses me. Okay. Totally confuses okay. me. Okay. You sit at a fucking red light. Yeah. You're in a passenger seat, or, or Wood, or Sam, or me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And, and you your go. girl's in the, in the driver's seat, and somebody gets out their car. Once they get out the car and they start walking up to your car, like I said, I after I'm done ejaculating on myself, <laughs> because that's a, that, that's a free pass to fucking 
take you can curb stomp a motherfucker. You yep. gonna hit my girl? Get the fuck out of no, here. No, I I yeah. Like, he said I, that and he said it all happened so quick. And then this motherfucker's gonna go home on a Thursday and ask for pussy. Hey, nope. hey, hey, no, Michelle, can we happen. fuck? I mean, you know, Michelle, like, you watch me get my ass beat. <laughs> I, oh, just, I think, I think just, Eric, just turn over. I'll do it from behind so I don't get to look at your black eye. <laughs> I think, uh, I think Erica Badu's got a great song about this. Oh, shit. Yeah. You better call Tyrone. Tyrone. Call hey. him. It but only you can't took over an hour to get there. Phone. Hey, <laughs> what you know about Erica Badu? You a got a little bit. musicianship. Badu, Badu, Badu. You got a little bit musicianship. We walked in. You were playing yeah. on the old fucking Phantom of the Opera organ over there, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and that was that was just that was just a tease because uh, I think Sam's. Is, what were you in the band? What's were you a singer? Were you the guitarist? Your bassist? Uh, no, what, I, were you? I'm just a writer, man. I, I write just a writer. No, that, I, I don't even same. believe it. I don't, I don't even, even make sense. I don't just even a believe writer. it. He, he was a singer. I've, I've sung songs. Yes. Yep. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. And you're well-rounded in your music because we spoke earlier and you talked about your foray in the classical music. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. And your favorite piece was? Uh, Rachmaninoff's Third Concerto. It's happening up here in two days. I'm really excited to go watch it. We've got a... Still. Yeah. Uh, uh, Damn. Uh, Vlad- Vladimir Yayi or something is his name. Uh-huh. I don't I don't know him. I looked into him after I got the tickets and he's uh, a, a Russian player. The guy's... Six foot four and has the hands to do it. Rachmaninoff wrote and played in the grand cleft, which means uh, he's playing two octaves on his left hand and two octaves on his right hand at the same time, which is something. That's pretty big hands. I can do that. That's easy. It's humongous. (laughs) Those are big hands. Yeah, those are big hands. hands. And you know what they say about a guy with big hands, right? He wears big gloves. Big gloves. Yeah. Big gloves. I wear small gloves. How many instruments do you play, Sam? (laughs) I don't. I don't play instruments. Sam, you on the organ? Stop your bullshit. <laughs> he's he's being uh, modest over here. He's being humble. How many instruments do you play? I, I write, man. I I write songs. I write. Liter- I like. Do you write the okay. songs? No. Can so, we ask? No, Ma- can we ask Melissa? She would probably give us an answer. Do you write the songs that make the whole world sing? No. No. Do you write the no, songs? No. That's like that's like Elton John and the Beatles. I don't. Barry. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you could show up in uh, in in Russia or Eastern Europe and. Ask somebody if they knew one of my songs. <laughs> I, I don't do that, um, but, but I write I write songs. Okay, so Melissa, what does he do? Because I, I know we're gonna that. yeah I know we're she gonna la- get the right answer. She's coming up with musically. Yeah, yeah, mu- no, yeah. Music, musically. Uh, Samuel writes songs. Um, he's a brilliant brilliant poet he plays guitar he's learning uh he's really good on drums uh he plays the piano and Damn. He, you guys heard him play uh, the organ uh he is curious about all instruments that i'm uh, curious about my left hand <laughs> but i'm uh, i'm left handed, and it makes me gag yeah. when you say things like Left-handed? Yeah. yeah. I'm left-handed. Like Wood said, he's left-handed. I don't, I don't know freak, how man. all of you masturbate, but like, I guess Sam does it with So the jazz hand. are doing pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this lifestyle. Um, Sam, are you in a relationship? Yeah, we've got a wife and some kids. All right. Uh, uh, Melissa, you've gone through what you've gone through. 
not currently in a relationship. I am not. Because people try and pick up on you at a bar. You spend all your time here. So you sleep all day, and at night you come and you have to fend off the fucking freaks. Right, so the we, we uh, and here we are. Those of the freaks, we apologize. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a former freak, right? But th- this this profession, this 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 venture is not conducive to a family life, Sam. No, it's hard. All right, what does your girl do? Does she, she does works? She, she works from home. She does IT shit on a computer in the daytime. Yep, and I and I watch the baby all day long. So when do you sleep? I don't. We've got to live in nanny. Uh, I, Danny, I, I, this bar's doing good. Motherfucker, you need to lower your prices. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said I'm, you're gonna pay for your prices. You're yeah. gonna feel comfortable well, in this place. Yeah, we we've got a we've got a nanny. I feed her and and give her room to stay in, and she gives me about twenty hours a week, uh, which is you know two hours of sleep here and there for me, and mm-hmm. not and not much for the mama. Uh, but you know that's I, we don't sleep. Neither of us sleep. We're just it's it's having a baby, man. It's yeah. uh, if you have you have kids, yeah. So you know, yeah. Either you yeah. know or you yeah. are an asshole and you don't know. Well, I knew years ago Wood, on the other hand, has had a kid in the last half hour since we've been yeah, sitting here. Yeah, Wood's got probably a, got 56 <laughs> kids across <laughs> the nation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, between, I don't, I don't want to talk about the kids I might have. Okay, there we go. That's <laughs> yeah, a different between, topic, huh? Between Mexico and, and here, I've got a number of them. Pop, yeah, pop yeah. off, right? Yeah. You get tax breaks for all those? Are you guys have you guys thought about venturing into like the weed dispensary? Now that weed's becoming, I don't know, legal, illegal. Like here's here's let me just do this. Please do that. The weed thing is stop fucking talking about weed like it's medicine. I love it. I Uh love my weed. If we could get weed on the same level as this shit, and for the listener, I'm holding a beer. (laughs) <laughs> if if we could just say to, if we could just say to the state legislatures and the fucking lawmakers, it's an adult thing that adults do. Okay. No matter what you're talking about on the weekends after work, we use this shit to mellow out and have our lives, and it's good for us in this way. Just like my Bud Light. I don't drink Bud Light, but just like, just <laughs> like, you just hey, hey, don't be afraid to say that you've got one of my murals in your hand. Is that where we're pumping? Mural, it is mural, mural. agua fresca cerveza. It is coming Ooh. by some wherever Sam you can find it. Sam just picked shit up at the fucking bar so, and just started drinking it. You're not, you're not a, a so, drink snob. You, 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 term weed like alcohol. Stop talking about it being medicinal because it's not the only. Uh, <clears throat> We do it to relax. Yeah, yeah. Make it what it is. Say it. Say it how it is. This medicine shit. It's not medicine. There is no property of pain relief. There is no property of anything except for I'm gonna eat everything in the fridge. You know that's that's that's, that's Give it. Give me some Cheetos. Whatever. Give me whatever the fuck is laying I around. Love the I'm, Cheetos I'm, I'm gonna put shit. Cheetos on my mac and cheese, and then bunch bunch of salt and a bunch of pepper on top. And more cheese. With cheese. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, we and need so, to hang out. So let's decriminalize it. Let's make it uh, just like beer and everything else. And fuck yeah. Melissa's making something. I don't know. She just turned on some kind of blender. Good it's, it's on ice her. Machine. Oh, it's, it's the ice it's machine. The ice Good function. on her. Okay. Alcohol enemas. Have you heard of that, Sam, where people want fucking alcohol delivered through their anuses? It was a thing like 20 years ago. I think st- I heard about some. Like, it's still soaked, a thing. They, Google they, it, man. Yeah, it's still they a thing. Soak the, the tampons in vodka. And, no, and that, no, that's that's a that's a vaginal. Uh, no, this uh, is trans transmucosal. This I is, think you'd call that. Yeah, but shove a shove a bottle of whatever your favorite is right in your asshole, 
have someone stand you upside down. I'm acting like I've hey, done this before. Like they stand you upside down, they shoving your asshole, and then it chugs in as much as it can because you only have so much. I'll try. I'll try anything twice. Because <laughs> the first time it hurts, the second time it might be okay. I'm a hardhead. The first time might have been a bad experience, right? Mm-hmm. It might have been the circumstances. The second right, time, yeah. uh, we'll try it again. Maybe yeah, we'll yeah. try. So how'd you come about making all the drinks you can make? How'd you how'd you learn how to do that shit? I, what I, bars did you work on? How long did you work in bars? I've been doing the bar scene for 20, 20, coming up on twenty years. It's been about it's been nineteen years, uh, and you get bored. You know, vodka tonic, vodka soda, vodka uh, cranberry. Cranberries, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, my, that's what, my thing. I walk in, what, and whatever. I, so you you guys have mentioned. The the gal walks up to you. He's like, uh, "Make me something fun." I can't do the face. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but so I walk in typically, and I'm like, "They're like, what do you want?" And I panic. And if I if I don't see a a beer that has apple in it or something like that, I my immediate go to is vodka cranberry because I feel like that's easy, right? Like. I mean, of is that something? At, at least, of at it's least easy. you have a go-to. You yeah, know, that's, of, that's of great. course it's easy. I I would never. Okay, we talked about this before. Now we're let's let's go here again. Bar etiquette. Okay, so I I, I walk in and I panic. I know I know which beers I want. So I want this this this. If it's not there, I go vodka cranberry. So what's some etiquette? Because obviously the. Um, Make me something fun isn't is not happening. So what do you do? What do you, what what would you suggest? Know what you want before you step up to the bar and trying to order. It doesn't matter what you want. Just know what the fuck you want before you step up and order. If and if, and, and, and tip your fucking bartender. If you don't have money to tip your bartender, you need to buy a forty and go fuck off in the park. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's it. Because if 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 I hear as a bartender, I've never been a bartender, but if I hear make me something fun, I'm going to make you something expensive. Yeah, is like what that. I'm going to do. I like that. Yeah, kind of. Sort of. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, kind of. I've never been a bartender. I kinda. don't own a bar. There, I've never been a waiter, like, so I don't there, know. There, but that's there, what there, I do. There are Harvard Harvard studies on tipping. Uh, it it really comes down to the individual. It's not they 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 broke it up male and female. You know, in terms of a male and a female you've never seen before, you're 23% more likely to get a tip from a male uh, versus a female. Females mainly don't tip or tip very poorly. Because those bitches aren't buying their own fucking drink. Uh, they got some you know, fucking cocksuck over here that they're pretending they're going to fuck. I'm not, I'm not going there. All you right. went there. I'm not <laughs> going there. I'm not joining you. Notice but I didn't look at Melissa when I said yeah, any I, of that I, shit, I, right? I, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Uh, what, it, what it really comes down to is whether the person is, you know, understands what a tip means to another person. And Anyway, it's... Uh, it means money. I, 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 I don't, as a bar owner, I don't want to overcharge people. I want you to come back to my bar yeah. another time. Yeah. I want you to have a good experience while you're here. I want you to have a, a, a good drink. I want you to be able to hang out. Um, you know, and those are those are the things we strive for here. Um, but when somebody asks me for something fun, I just automatically go to sugar. I just put a bunch of fucking <laughs> sugar yep, in the yep. thing, give them some vodka and sugar, and, and they're always happy. So the bar etiquette. Know what you want to drink before you walk up in a crowded bar and catch, you know, catch the catch the attention of a bartender. It's hard to get the attention of a bartender mm-hmm. in a crowded bar, right? Everybody yeah. knows this. Yeah. So when the bartender comes to you and says, "What the fuck do you want?" Have an answer for the fucking bartender. Yeah. And, then, and then and then and then and then when the bartender gives you a drink, 
give him a fucking tip because guess what? If you don't tip me, I rem- I remember you more yes. Yes. if you don't tip me yes. than if you give me a fat fucking tip. If you give me a fat fucking tip, it's like high five. That guy's tipping fat. I tell everybody down the line, hey, that guy's tipping Sam, fat. Sam, I'm going to tell you two things about me. When I go to an open bar at a wedding or, I don't know, a funeral, I don't know how your family gets down, but we party, right? <laughs> My right? family gets down at <laughs> funerals, dog. Right, so, so what I do is I go up to the open Dance bar. Dance on that we, we, grave. we got free drinks, and first thing I do is I walk up, I get a drink, $20. $20. There you go. I'm serving wait, you wait, all night. Wait, Sam, I'm not done. I'm I go up the next night. time. Five dollars next drink. So now you yeah. got twenty five dollars for me that's for two fine. fucking drinks. Yeah, that's fine. Now I'm you're paying attention you. to me, okay? Vegas. What I do is I go up to where the where the mm-hmm. broads. I almost mm-hmm. said bitches, but then I looked at Melissa. <laughs> where the broads bring out the drinks, okay? Because broads is better. Go. Yeah, it is better. <laughs> where the broads Somehow. bring out the drink, and I hand a broad a twenty dollars. I ha- I hand her twenty dollars, and I say, bring me Seagram seven and seven. Because, you know, I drink, mm-hmm. like, wood sometimes. And they'll bring me two singers of seven and seven. And I'll be like, I'll be over this 21 table. They bring me another drink. I would give them again, $5. Again, mm-hmm. again. Now they got the, the vulva. The vulva is swollen for me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Everybody's gonna pay he, attention. He's first, the guy that can first find the cheese spot. First oh, of all, thank you. He, he I, I'll, no, I'll, find, I'll find that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. First he, of all, I start with a, a, a Long Island iced tea, Gross. and then I go down Gross. from a yeah, garbage. Long Island iced tea. Yep. Now listen, now listen, listen, real quick. I'm gonna do an aside here. When you order a Long Island iced tea from me, rookie. First of first of all, I'm thinking in my head. That's like a 250% margin for me. And that's You're great. welcome. And, yeah. You're and, welcome. And, and then I get done making it, and as I'm handing it to the person, I put it on the table, and I think, there you go, garbage person. <laughs> You're so, welcome. True. Anyway, that's all I got to say. You're which, welcome. Which brings me to something, you two. Can you tell what type of person you're serving a drink to? Like, what's going to come up and he's going to order a flower margarita. Yeah, now, if it's I, got an umbrella, even better. Right. And me, yep. I, I'm going to order a whiskey sour. You better, be, you better be swimming up to the bar if you want a fucking umbrella on okay. that thing. It's, That's it's, your man right it's there. It's hypothetical, the umbrella, but I like something cute and fruity. I know. We made you a do, drink do you guys? <laughs> do you guys correlate <laughs> what somebody ordered? Like, Of course you what, do. What drink do you get where you look up and like, who ordered this motherfucker? Because I want to yeah, know who yeah, it yeah, is. Here's the respect. Here's the respect countdown. Ready? Let's hear it. Okay. You order a Petey Highland Scotch single malt. What's in it? Petey Highland Scotch. Okay. That's right, what you right, said. Yeah, just like scotch. A, just scotch. On the, uh, maybe rocks. Maybe they want it neat. That guy... Top tier. That guy's on the top. You know, you order a bourbon, neat. He's just underneath the scotch. What's neat? neat no guy. ice? No neat, ice. Neat, neat means just on the in the glass. No yeah, ice. no ice, yeah. yeah. And then everything else, kind of, there's a tier from there down. It's like, you know, you want, you, you any, anything with soda pop in it, <laughs> it, it's like, cool, you're just here he to hang out. He says soda pop like you're in sync and shit. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, you asked, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you want you want some fucking uh, you know tequila sunrise. It's like cool. You just turned twenty one. <laughs> uh, you know, like <laughs> barely, and, and that's it. <laughs> and then you got people that come in and they're aware of uh, craft cocktailing, and and they and you know somebody asks for a. a <laughs> Is that funny? Craft cocktails? I mean, no, people laugh. No, funny is cool. You just turned 21. <laughs> you listen, people, I love that. Pe- people come in and, and they ask for a, a Ramos Gin Fizz, and it's like, 
great you're a rich kid that has been eating out and like eating lobster and and, and crabs and stuff <laughs> judge i love got, the judge got, uh-huh. got, gotcha gotcha you can, we'll do you we'll can, do that for you you, you know? can pick them out but, a, but what but what it comes down to as a bartender is where's the fucking tip right and, and i'll tell right. you what uh you know i could pour out some canadian host for somebody you know and announce a shot and hand it to him for a dollar and they tip me a dollar, and I can ha- I can hand you a, a Ramos Gym Fizz. I can hand you a, a box car like I made for you earlier. Beautiful. And guess what they do? They tip you one dollar. So bullshit. It, it, no, not bullshit. Good. Uh, only only people that know. Only the only people that tip better on better drinks are people that know what it takes. The rest of them are in here trying to pretend and hanging out with their friends and trying to look cool. I'll say I'll say this. My my girl used to be a uh, waitress. Okay. And. Since then, I've learned a couple of things. First thing I learned, always tip in cash. Mm-hmm. Secondly, yeah. I learned 15% is a joke. Yeah. You always go above that. You got to fuck up to give give 15% yeah. for me. Even if you're doing, even if you're, you're terrible, I, it, I give her my card and I'm just like, take care of it. And then I get the, you sounds know, you like, get the charge. Sounds, sounds like a cop out. It, it is because I have no idea. She tips and she tips well. And I've learned from that. Tip well, because it goes a long way. Yeah, people gotta make an earn. They gotta make a living out here, man. It's not even about the people that are making the money. Man. It, it no, is. no, it's not. I mean, thank you. I'm the guy making the tip money. I appreciate yeah. that comment, but you're wrong. What it is is about how you get your service at a place. You, what do you want to do? You want to show up to a place and wave money at the bartender? No. Slap on the bar and be like, hey, you're going to get... You, you, I, I'm next. I'm next. Hey, this guy was... He wasn't here in front of me. Blah, blah, blah. I don't do that. No, no, well, no, you, way, you, no you, way. Fuck that, dude. You want, yep. you want, in, you want to uh, ensure promptness? It's the tip to ensure promptness. That's what it is. You, you want to be served in front of other people uh, black, white, green, purple, fucking woman, man, alien. Mm-hmm. You you want to get tip? You want to get your shit first? Give them a fucking tip. They'll serve you again. Melissa, how do you get an do. initial service though? So we come in here. This fucking bar is packed. I hold my twenty up. Everybody else is holding their twenty up. I can't whistle at you because I've been checked on that shit in San Diego. <laughs> I can't go. Hey, yeah, don't do that. W- no, yeah, yeah, you whistle. <laughs> don't do that. I whistled don't. at a waitress one time. Do and I look she like a pig? Do I, do, do I look like a pig to you? I said I'm kicked. leaving because she she made me feel like a little boy. So you can't whistle at him. Nope. I I hold my twenty up. How, how do I get your attention when I walk up to it's a bar? It's the tip, man. It's the tip. No, 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 no. It's the tip, but we're all holding twenties up. So how do I, what do I do to I get your care. attention? Melissa, be patient. No, no like, go for it. No, I, I want you on I, this one, Melissa. Go. So, uh, like, you holding money in front of me, mm-hmm. I will always turn you down. I don't give a fuck. Because that's all you've got. I, I, I see no this, shit. that's all you got. I, I, don't I will always. So, if I'm standing with five other guys holding 20, up, you're like, fuck those assholes. I will, yeah. I will, always, no. I will always turn you down. Why? Because you're holding money up going, serve me. Uh, you're you're my dog. You're my little mm-hmm. pet thing. Uh, I have money then, for you're you. You're my circus pony. Yep. Yeah. Then I dance then, for me. Yeah, I'm then throwing da- peanuts then, at you. Then dance for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so the person standing behind the bar, on this side, mm-hmm. right? They don't understand. So the, my journey to get to this place, I don't care if you are going to spend twenty, thirty, or forty dollars because you're waving. You're 20 at uh-huh. me. 
I'm like, really? I'm going to serve 10 people before you make all the money. And make much more than that. And they're, I, all, they're it, and they're all going to tip me one dollar, and you, as the guy waving money, obviously have, uh, don't understand how bar works. Uh, uh, you don't get it. You don't understand how a bar works. I'm not serving you first. I've got ten other people that were here before you, and you're waving money at me. Doesn't mean shit because if I go and serve you nine times out of ten, you're going to give me a dollar on a fifty dollar tab. Right. Fuck okay. you. Okay. Yeah, that's no. So you just keep going. You get the people in a row. You, you you know, part of our job is to triage who's here first. You know, like the, and that's triage. That's a fucking great well, statement. That's what we do. It's it's there's this guy showed up. That girl's next. This person showed up, and then there's this guy waving money. Fuck off, guy waving money. You know, you give me fifty dollars to serve you, and then, yeah, then we're talking. Give me fifty. Tell me to keep the change, yeah, right? But that's uh, not, yeah. yeah. But, but not, that doesn't happen. But, that I, way. but I don't like but to. I, don't. I don't always serve Patron, but when I do, I don't expect a tip. Really? That's interesting. You don't serve Patron? Oh yeah, we, we serve do. Patron, but the people that buy Patron are yeah, thinking they're not they're, tipping. They're, they don't tip. Uh, they're thinking about the back cover of the Rolling Stones magazine <laughs> they saw, where there's two fucking you know fifties looking flapper chicks throwing dice on a table, going wah, and and that's what they're going Sam, for. Sam, for the night. Sam, Sam, what about Avion? Uh, what Avion? Uh, Avion, Avion tequila. tequila. It's that shit's good. You had this shit up there. That's my shit. Well, I mean, you you can have some now, but I'm gonna need you to not wave your money at me and, and tip me very well. You're welcome. I, I keep my hands that. in my pocket and pray that you give me some. I, 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 the, the moral of the story, from what <laughs> my perspective, is I've learned that it doesn't matter what you give me. Uh, it, I'm going to tip you well because you're working your ass off, especially when I'm in a bar. I watch these guys and 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 you guys work your ass off yeah. for all these drunken assholes, and you. If you're sober, God bless you, because holy shit, dealing with these people, I'd be the guy at the end of the night, like, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, that's, you, me. That's, yeah, listen, that's me. Do, do you sip on shift, like, occasionally? Like, you, you're dealing with, so here you are, you're working, I don't know, what do you guys work, 8, 10, 12-hour shifts, 9-hour like shifts? 12 to 15. 15. Right, so yeah. let's go 15-hour shift. In a 15-hour shift, will you take a little, I got to get the grease off me, let me have a little nope. bit. Of, no. You, you go, no. You go, you go straight up. So, boot. so... My liquor license, like, it is imperative and it is the most important thing. So when I am here and I'm uh, and I'm working, when I'm behind that bar, mm-hmm. I, like, that narrative takes care of other people. Okay. It, it helps families. It makes it, that door stay open. You get some. You're not going to lose your <coughs> license the, the, because of some terrible decision be, on be, your because because no. I'm, because I'm I get fr- it. Yeah. Well, because I'm whatever. I'm I'm frustrated or sure, I'm yeah, a little yeah. bit tired or and not even not even that. You get a drunk asshole in here, acting a fool. What what are you going to do when you're drunk? You're right. going to be a fucking dick back to the dick. Right. And then the dickness right. just gets even dicker. Do you guys get tested? Is what, what I'm so. You if do that. That's on ethics. No, what you're doing. Salt Lake City. That's ethics for you. I imagine if uh, you're sober, your your the level of being tested is is less because you're sober. You don't have to deal with that. No, if you're we, you're in a right mind. If you were drunk, it's a totally different. As to what Sam's saying, the dickness becomes dickness, which becomes more dicks, and all these dicks becoming out. It doesn't help anything. No. no. So so and if a you lot of dicks. like like there's no reason for me to be have any any kind of alcohol. When I'm in uh, this room, okay, 
I will, okay. Okay, tonight's different. I'm drinking sure. now. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not working and the door's closed. So that's a different narrative. However, sure. uh, when that door is open, that sign is lit up. When the yes is lit up, I'm on. I, I made a gigantic investment of my life. Samuel has made a gigantic investment in his life mm-hmm. to make this happen. There is nothing that we would do to create a chasm. You don't want to jeopardize that. Never. There's no never going to well, be a chasm. A, no that it's, it, it's illegal for us to have drinks behind the bar. Illegal or not, it, it's it's bad for no, him. It, 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 well, ethical. And, and, and yeah. and this, this, is, this is my relationship with Samuel and his relationship to me. Mm-hmm. We, we made an agreement when I went to London to meet him. And we, and we roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, I, I, I went to London. He was finishing like his travels, and okay. <clears throat> we were. I, I had been looking at bars in New York, and uh, we have this moment where it's like we're gonna do this thing together. We scared? No, we made an agreement. We would do this. And we knew that we were going to do this in Utah. And we knew, I knew, that I would do this with that man, this man. And there is nothing that I would do that would risk any of that agreement from that moment in that Airbnb in London with him. It was an Airbnb. It was was a nice one, too. I should should hope so, making life decisions. It was cute. It was a cute spot. How many people come in here and buy a round for the bar? Or do you guys ever do drinks on the house? There's Never no do su- drinks th- on the house? There's no such no. thing in Utah, man. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So time out. So time out. So there's a fucking wreck outside or there's a fucking mass killer outside. <laughs> and I ain't fucking to do them. I come in here. I got my balls hanging out because I just saved the town. <laughs> and you guys don't do this drinks guy. on the house? No, it's illegal. What do you mean it's illegal? It's illegal for me to buy you a drink as a bartender. While I'm working behind the bar. That's not what the Westerns say. And Utah's in a Western state. Well, but but people could come in and say, the next round is on me. And that's yes, okay. Yeah. A person, a pers- but a the patron. bartender can't buy a drink. No, not even one. Has there ever been one time, Sam and Melissa, where you felt like I should buy this guy a fucking Of course drink? there has been. Yeah, of course there has been. But you can't. We can't. You can't. No, but by our, by our laws in this, I'm doing the quotation marks. The great state of Utah, there, there's no such thing as a bartender buying a patron a drink. Do you think this is going to change now with the 5.0 drinking? I don't know. You gonna, are you going to vote? Are you going to vote? Listen. Vote. Listen. Like vote. Vote. Not for your president because <laughs> it's not my president, right? But vote for your local people and maybe one day I'll be able to have a fucking drink behind the bar. But right now, no. That's the Utah State is is is, is very regulated. Is it that way? Vegas, right? They can have a drink, right? I don't know shit about Vegas. I'm, I, I'm, talk, I'm talking. I'm talking about it. And I know they can, they can't. I, 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 I know. I know they can't. I'm throwing that out there because I have no idea. They can in Colorado because when we were traveling, go. remember that first time? I don't think they can. I no. think they just do. Uh, <laughs> And everybody, everybody in Colorado is so <laughs> fucking stoned. It doesn't matter. Oh. That's true. Yeah, yeah, they don't really shit over there. Yeah, oh, they, they don't so. care over there. Sam, I went to Red Lion Hotel. Remember Red Lion back in the day? Mm-hmm. Downtown Salt Lake. And my man, he, me, me well. and my boy were sitting there. We, we just left Tony Romas. And we did what you don't like. You're talking Salt Lake City. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. I know those places. And the bartender comes in and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, your mom. 
<laughs> Surprise us is what I said. And this motherfucker oh, made so a fresh. drink called The Brain. Uh-huh. Had grenadine and some other shit. Yeah, no, I know. It, it looked like hemorrhage. a brain in the fucking... Fr- I got a story after you're done. Go ahead. I'm not. I'm <laughs> almost done. Can you make that drink? Yeah, I can. Prove Wait. it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, prove it after the podcast. Yeah, I, I can. <laughs> yeah. I, what is it? it? Sorry. What's what in is it? it? Uh, it's so. So when you put lemon or citrus with cream, it it curdles up. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that's that's the whole idea behind so the that's brain all it hemorrhage. Is. And you got to take that spoon and drop it in the middle of the shit. Well, you don't have to use a spoon. You can just put some lemon on top or lime on top, just something pure citrus on top of a cream-based thing, like a Bailey's. Uh, how'd you learn how to make all this shit, Sam? I've been doing it for twenty fucking yeah, years. Man. Were you born but at in some a point? Barn? You like have to learn in a fucking bowling alley. I mean, because <laughs> we can stack a <laughs> ten pin faster than anybody we You're know. You damn right. right, I can. I got. I, I. I've. I've been doing it a long time. Uh, there hasn't been much craft involved in it uh, through maybe the early two thousands. It was just. You know, uh, vodka, tonic, vodka, cranberry. Uh, you know, the the Jaeger bomb was mm-hmm. a big was I, a big was I a big it. cocktail. But uh, you know, I got bored. I'm a guy that likes to learn things all the time, so I got interested and and uh, the the fad. Uh, I'll say I, I rode the fad of craft craft cocktailing, um, where there became a, a market. Uh, mostly Salt Lake City for me. I mean, I, I grew up, I'm born and died in the wool Salt Lake City kid. And, and <laughs> there was all these craft cocktail bars that came up and I worked in a lot of them and, and it became a thing where it was interesting where, you know, instead of just pouring drinks and making money, you could actually start uh, creating something that was, uh, you know, a, a multifaceted uh, taste bud experience and and it wasn't just getting drunk anymore it was it was uh that's a sign of maturity so yeah mm-hmm. i guess i grew up you know so, uh, that there's there's my answer i grew up you know, yeah in, in the in the cocktailing industry is it hard melissa to find competent staff <laughs> oh shit Sam, Sam, Sam walked away laughing his ass off that's, that's gotta be hard so you got somebody you, you bring somebody in you interview them you like um, blah blah how, blah how many people have we hired Melissa 40, 40 something people we've hired. and what do you got three people working here <laughs> five no, 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 we, no we have a door guy and it's the two of us okay <laughs> so, so you said, I would say you've hired how hard is it Melissa to find somebody competent and reliable to do this job seriously, look at her. Look at her. She's thinking about. We're working. We we she's, we, we, she's we adding numbers. She we, looks like Rodan the thinker, huh? We yeah. would like we would like to find someone competent and reliable. I, if you know anybody, send them our I way. I think I know a girl. <laughs> she was here earlier eating uh, some of this food that we had here. Uh, Waitress experience. Like Samuel has said earlier, it's either Boy Scouts or thieves. It's either what? Boy Scouts or thieves. Okay. And so the Boy Scout doesn't want to do the job. The thieves no, the, do the, the job, but still, every, every, everybody wants to do the job, and everybody wants to have the dollars that that go that go right. with it, and everyone wants the shift that makes the most dollars, and and that's great. However, if you are here on a shift and it's slow, then you find thievery. Mm. Because they're not making that money that they want, they're, they're so they're not taking making, that money. They're not making the dollars, so yeah. they figure out a way to make the dollars happen for them. I don't, 
How do you the not, only way is to dip into the fuck two. somebody up though, because it's stealing from you. It's stealing from you and your fucking kids. It's stealing from you and your future. Right, uh, you and know and I mean? that's where it comes down to Boy Scouts, who go. Yeah, the I bo- understand the, it. The Boy Scouts gonna make every dollar for you. He can, you know, or she can, and they're they're here regulating every drop of alcohol, and they're and they're making it work just like you would. And those people are fucking invisible. You can't find them. And the rest of the people are thieves. They're they're gonna they're on the opposite end of the spectrum. They're gonna figure out every dollar they can drain from Damn. your business for free, mm. and mm. take it away. And you know they're gonna charge their friends nothing or their right, anything. right. You know that it's that's what they do. You pay a dollar for whatever. They're taking it all, and and that's what we've experienced. It's been my experience over the last you know fucking twenty years, I guess. And that's it. You you got Boy Scouts or thieves. The Boy Scouts make more money. The, the the thieves fuck it up. They they get fired and they work at every bar in town until no one will hire them. What you need to do, Sam Melissa, is make an example of a thief. You know what I mean? And let that motherfucker show up to his next job with like a crooked neck or a fucked up back or no <laughs> fingers. You know what I mean? Just just start chopping shit not, off. Not not my plate, man. Nope, no, I'm and, just and not my plate. Nope, not my plate. Nope. That's gotta be hard. So you guys, you've been here since twenty seventeen? Uh, 2018. We, no, I'm sorry, 2018. Yeah, we opened on February of 2018, so we're coming up on our two-year anniversary. Who's the longest server you have? Me. Sam. <laughs> Sam. You show up every day, huh, Sam? Sam Samuel, Samuel is is by far the longest server. Yeah, I have been a, uh, an observer, and mm-hmm. then now I'm a, I contribute but I observed for a hot minute. Has it been hard for you to learn how to make all the drinks, Melissa? Because Sam, he's got 20 years behind him. And and I have none. You you had none. You had a road trip behind (laughs) him. But I would say that the chocolate vodka drink she made me was fantastic. (laughs) I have have, uh, time behind the bar, so it's been maybe 10 months, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe 11 that I've been behind the bar. Stressful? Of course. Yeah. As yeah. a, as a, as a, I, I, I would say she's a protege. Like she, as a protege, she's done nothing but thrill me with her competence, and she's become quite the craftsman. Uh, you know, the English language doesn't allow for me to say craftswoman. That's badass. Um, but you know, Latinx, <laughs> crafts, 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 craftswoman. She's figured it out real quick, which has been nice. Sam, you're you're a musician. How many instruments do you play? As many as I can hold at one time. Uh, both my parents were musicians. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't call myself a musician, um, but both my parents I would say were musicians, and I grew up uh, in a very musically drenched home. And uh, but you ha- you you're a poet. Uh, Melissa said you were a poet, and uh, you so you you write. Thanks, Melissa. But you yes, thank you very much. Um, but you you write. I'm more of a writer than than you know. I I at least would feign uh, to writing if I could feign anywhere, which I think is is pretty is pre- is pretty detrimental. <laughs> so do you come and jam out on this stage sometimes? The stage where you have the best Utah. Every now and then I do. Yeah, every now and then I will. It's uh, it's. I do I do a lot of kind of sitting in with friends. Uh, there's a lot of friends that that come and play here, and 
they call me to do a few songs and I, I oblige easily. It's mm. not a, do you, do you have musicians every night? What's the best night to come and hear good live music, local music? Uh, Friday and Saturdays. We, we mainly have live acts. Here. Is there a cover that night? No, we try to, we, we try our very best to never card charge a cover. Uh, although sometimes we have to, why sometimes you have to, because sometimes the musicians are worth more than I'm willing to pay them. Okay. All right. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> so Friday and Saturday is night to come down the, the yes hell. Yeah. I'm going to see Sam. Yeah. I'm going to see Melissa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a good time. I don't know. That's up to you. And you know, I, I want to thank you guys for having us up in your spot. And Thanks. how's the sound wood? Right. Uh, the best producer in the business, right? <laughs> Looking like a, a old ass, broke ass, light ass, white ass <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff, right? <laughs> I'm doing what I can. Reclaimed wood. Yeah, yeah. So Sam, Sam, Sam helped me make this thing work because we had a technical difficulty. But Sam, Sam hooked me up. I'm gonna ask you this right, right quick though. Why the black, the black fucking sheet over the alcohol? It's Utah law, man. We, what does that mean? I don't, I don't get that. It's Utah law. We have to, co- we have to cover and lock our booze when we're not open, and that's. Uh, so I can't look through here and look at your booze. Right, it's a leftover thing from prohibition, and uh, Utah hasn't changed yet, so that we have to do that. That's weird. That's it, weird. It's not weird. It's a, it's a nuance. And guess what? You can get drunk as fuck right here in Utah, no problem. I've so, been drunk as fucking Utah for years on end. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So why, so why start worrying about the yeah, curtain now? Good point. But you guys started off trying, Melissa, and you tried to, to start this shit in New York. Is where you thought about trying it. Yeah, we did. All yeah. right. Which, which you'd have been saturated in that bitch, but a bar like this yeah. in Utah is is awesome. To it's be, fabulous. To be honest, our our New York uh, endeavors, in Melissa, I was in, where was I? God, you were probably in Paris. Somewhere, I was somewhere. No, you I were in Rome. Yeah, you no, you I were in Rome. I was somewhere in in Western Europe, and uh, we had this idea to open a bar, and I said, start looking in in you know uh, the boroughs in New York. Uh huh. And it was, <coughs> it was a lot of. Live feed, uh, it, Melissa walking through the place and me asking questions, you know, t- of okay, well, who's the, who are these people? How do we pay this? What's this and that? And the thing in New York, we it was all mob run. It was all so what? All what? Mob. Ma- it was all mob run. Okay. Was, so you could buy you could buy a bar for two hundred thousand dollars. But you owed. You had to pay but your dues. You, well, you owed two hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars to yeah, somebody else yeah. for for picking it up. And he was coming every week, and right? they were and they were coming in, and that's all we found, you know, around there. And in Utah, it was like, well, this is a little more straight up, and okay. we and we know the rules here. Sure, yeah, which include the fucking curtain right there that you're asking about. Oh. Small price. I got I gotta ask this. We've got the Larry's, uh, Larry Squared here in the <laughs> audience. Larry's Place, we, we know about Larry's Place, right? And the basement. You guys don't have a basement, right? We have a fucking basement. We have a basement. Oh, is yeah. it connected to no. anything that is connected to Old Town Ogden? Like that, like the underground um, opium distri- distribution, the prostitutes, all that? Or is it just... It's got a basement because it has a basement. But we are not connected to all the tunnels. <laughs> With that wood, is that what you're saying? That yep. is what I'm saying. With Sam, that. Melissa, is that what you're saying? I said it. He said it. Get, you're damn right he said it. Guys, I hope you guys um, can appreciate this. Uh, um, 
any any last words i guess as a owner bartender whatever you want to call yourselves any last words god isn't real they made him up for money boom melissa fall in love with yourself Yes, hell, motherfucker. Yes, hell. <laughs> yes, yes, hell, hell. guys. You know where they're at. They're in Ogden. We're going to put the address on the links. We'll, we'll link it up. So you guys come up here. Check them out. Sam, Melissa, they're, they're beautiful human beings. Inundate the bar. Come in here. Yeah. And, and Let's get crazy. I, I want your this. balls out. I want your titties out. I want you to come up to the fucking bar. Because we, I, I want you to flirt with Melissa. I want you to flirt with Sam. I want you to have all this shit going. Hey, <laughs> so what you're saying, send me. Like, and, and then when you're done here, and, and then when you're done here, Wander across. Get yourself some sense. Go over to Making Sense. Visit Larry. Visit his people. Larry's had enough of our bullshit. Most importantly for this podcast, guys, I want you to come here. I want you to come to Yes. It says it on the marquee. But yes, hell, put it in your maps because I did it both ways. I both did it the Google and I did it the Apple and it brought me right to this location. Yes. Tell me the, the address again. 2430 Grant. 2430 Grant. You're not going to be disappointed when you come in here. They got the artwork. They got the alcohol. And it's a bar. You don't got to. Um, and, and then what's his name came in talked to us about the tacos and the burritos. No, Lane. They, Le- lefty. Got, they so got, they got the, food the, in this the, bitch. The, the, the food's better than anything we've been talking about. Well, says you. D- depends. Come in, guys. Check these guys out here at Yes Hill. You're not going to regret it. I promise you that. And um, you know where to find us at uh, if you're lost and you're confused. So what you saying at gmail.com. Remember, always bring the emails in. We didn't do them this week because, well, we cut the mask off. We don't do them. No. No, that's that's a new thing. We got we got plenty of content. We're in here talking about motherfucking local people and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, so we're promoting these guys. At, if, you, at, if, yes, you, if you're lost and you're confused, and there's like a hundred thousand of you, I will start a religion, and you can give me your money. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> we're gonna start a religion. It's called Yes Hell. Yes Hell. Come and see Sam. Come and see Melissa. You guys are not gonna. You're not going to regret it. So, we're at so what you saying at gmail.com. So, what you saying.com. And then, as always, to our contributors, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Anchor.fm backslash. So, what you saying? Um, you can contribute there. You can listen there. I, we're on any podcast. Mural. You can share with your family. We don't give a damn. Mural. You're a fuck. And Grandma, mu- listen. Mural. Mural's delicious. It's watermelon, agave, um, there's hibiscus, and agave lime. And fresca cerveza. Yeah, it's cerveza. You're going to love it. And on that, Keith, I got to tell you, Keith, Melissa, Sam, I got to tell you, it's been a pleasure. Make me a drink. We out this bitch. Be glad there's one place in the world where everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your name.